Welcome to Billing Buddies Podcast. Today we're going to talk about billing services. Specifically, we're going to talk about how billing services work, um, how much they cost, and what to look for in a billing service. My name is Bonnie Flom, and I've been billing since 1984. Um, currently, I'm the owner of Billing Buddies and um, have quite a few years' experience in doing medical billing. So how do billing services work? You only need to give your billing service three different types of data. One is the patient information, that's the form the patient signed the first time they came in, or if their insurance or address changed again. Also, the second piece of data is the charges. Some clinics use uh, EHR and they print out the charges on a charge journal. Some people have a super bill. Um, there's many different ways to communicate the charge information to the billing center. And you want to make sure your billing center is flexible and will work with you on how it works best for your office to communicate the charges. Finally, the third piece of data is payments. What's a little bit tricky about payments is many insurance companies now send the remittance advice that the billing company needs electronically. That's really helped actually with uh, cutting down on paper uh, work. Uh, just goes right to the billing company. But the office will still collect certain payments in-house, like payments at the time of service, statement payments, and also work comp and auto often pay on paper check. So the payment information that the office receives each day needs to be communicated. So let's say today is Wednesday. What, what does it look like for the billing service to get the information? The clinics are looking at the day before, Tuesday, and seeing how many new patients they had or patients that changed their insurance information and sending those pieces of paper to the billing center. Usually it's one or two pieces of paper for the patient information per day. Then on Wednesday, the clinic is also looking to Tuesday's charges. Maybe you had 22 patients seen on Wednesday. And in those cases, then you want to have uh, 22 forms of communicated payment charge information. For example, you could have 22 super bills. You could print out uh, an EHR charge slip and have 22 lines or 22 charge journal entries. Uh, what you, is real important is to reconcile that count before you've passed it on to the billing center. And third, whatever payments you took in for that day in your office would be communicated. So how much do billing services charge? This is a really tricky question because there's a huge debate um, if you go look at the Office of Inspector General, OIG.gov, or your local DHS department, Department of Human and Health Services, which oversees Medicaid, or if you look for your medical association's information, for example, I'm in Minnesota, the Minnesota Medical Association, or Texas Medical Association, whatever associations in your state, most of them reference that it's, it's fee splitting to charge a percentage of receipts or billed. 
And that's how I did it for many, many years. Um, I started my own billing company in 94 after working 10 years at a hospital. And it wasn't prohibited then. Um, if you just go to OIG.gov and type percentage billing, you'll be able to get their directive where they feel it's an inducement if you're collecting a percentage, meaning a billing center is, is efficient at collecting money and we would know how to modify a claim to get it paid that may not be on the up and up. You know, we, we're, our goal here is to report what was actually happened during a patient visit, not what needs to be on a claim form to get it paid. So the OIG Health and Human Services in your board associations have come up with a different plan in that plan is to charge a flat fee. And it can be very equitable. Um, you could either do per claim. Um, you can charge flat fee uh, on an average of what's been collected in the past. Uh, not what is collected, but what has been. So you're not really getting a piece of the pie, so to speak. If you've run into a billing company that doesn't know this, it's a big trigger to me that they're not a member of an association or certified, um, which brings us to our next topic, what to look for in a billing service. And you want a billing service that has continuing ed credits, continuing education, certification, either through the HBMA or the American Medical Billing Association. All of our employees and staff members are certified and continue to maintain their certification by obtaining 15 hours of continuing ed credits per year. You want that. You also want a billing company that's personable. You can ask questions, tough ones, like how do you charge us? And what do you think about flat fee versus percentage? And you can always go to resources like the OIG.gov or CMS.gov and find out what the proper way is before you talk to a billing company. Well, that'll wrap up today's podcast. If you have any questions, please email or text me. Either one's good. My name is Bonnie Flom. My email is bonnie at billingbuddies.com. It's spelled B-O-N-N-I-E at billing, the word B-I-L-L-I-N-G, buddies, B-U-D-D-I-E-S.com. Or my cell phone, which you can call or text, is 612 612- 432-2366. Again, 612-432-2366. And thanks for listening. And I look forward to talking to each and every one of you. Have a great day. Goodbye.